Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the PTSD Academy podcast, and you are listening to episode number 19, The Shortcut to PTSD Recovery. I have two points to make about the shortcut. (laughs) The first one is there really is no shortcut to healing, but the second one is there kind of is. So follow me here. Everyone's background in traumas are so different that there's no way you could actually have a shortcut that would work for everyone. But I can tell you I have a shortcut that would probably work, I want to say, for 75% of my patients. Okay? That's why it's good to have a podcast. All right? And it's this. Here, I'm going to give you the theory first, and then I'll give you the shortcut. The theory is that we're struggling with an invisible wound oftentimes. Uh, which is that spiritual energy body wound. And even if we do the best we can with our emotional health after trauma, our physical health after trauma, you know, and even our spiritual, uh, if we go to church a lot or something like that, whatever your faith background is, if some kind of worldview of who you are, why we're here, how do you explain the universe, how do you explain life after death, if there is any, that narrative that you live within really shapes some boundaries of the suffering that you could do uh, because your suffering's in, in the mind. I'm not talking about physical and grief suffering. I'm talking about that torture of guilt you do to yourself or the worst-case scenario suffering, thinking about the future. What if this? What if that? Constantly. That kind of stuff, it just hangs in the air. So everyone has a strength or weakness, physical, mental, spiritual, or emotional, Okay. We come to the PTSD Academy, all of us students, including me, and say, what is my primary strength? And what I want you to do is plus up that strength, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, whichever it's always been through your life, or if you never had it, uh, what do you think it is? What do you want it to be? What's your number one easiest, best way to start? Lowest hanging fruit, guys. Okay, let's make this simple. And go to the website and, and plus it up. Do all the training on that section. You know, and then if you don't need any training, then just listen to the podcast, because I don't think most listeners need to sign up for membership to the account. I really don't, because I'm going to lay it all out here. And this is one great example of the shortcut. So most of the people I see, uh, probably 75 percent, I don't know stats. And I'd love it if you did come to the website and get involved so we can get some real data, because I love data. But most of them are, are physical and mental, or mental and physical are the number one and number two things that people do that I know of that are my patients, okay? And what that looks like in reality are people that are very um, strong-willed, determined, they work hard, hard work ethic, and essentially push their bodies hard and long until they begin to break down. And Indiana Jones and uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark says it best that it's not the miles, it's not the years, honey, it's the miles when asked why he's not the man he used to be, you know? And and it's a cute little four-minute video clip. I've got to put it in here on the show notes. It's just too awesome uh, from that movie because if you watch it, he at first resists her care, and he's is sort of... Uh, a sample of someone coming from a battle or a war that's wounded and scarred, and how he resists her care, and, uh, even though it's obvious he needs help. And then she's also hurting him and doesn't realize it. She hits him in the face with a board, 
and makes his pain worse without realizing it. It's very much the caregiver's dilemma who wants to help someone with PTSD, but every time they bring it up, the person comes to tears and they don't know what to say or what to do. So if you are a caregiver, if you know anyone that struggles with maybe uh, a kid or something that's had a bad car accident and won't leave the house, then point them to this resource. That's the point. But for those people that are like retired first sergeant syndrome, you know, push hard, push the body hard as long as it'll go and it starts coming apart. And then when it comes apart to the point where you're aware it's PTSD related, you come to me. That's kind of what my job is. And I do a, in my day job, a psychiatric assessment. That's not what I do on the internet. Let me be clear. I don't want a private practice where I prescribe modern pills. I want to use a mentorship and mastermind based and help people with PTSD education to supplement the therapies and treatments they're getting in a local community um, and, and plus up some knowledge base of other counselor friends I have out there. So it's a resource for everybody. I hope you'll appreciate that. The shortcut to PTSD recovery is if you can find an activity to do that touches on all four dimensions of yourself at the same time in a healthy way, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. Examples include taking a veteran fishing. And another example is the music therapy guitar work that I'm putting on the website. Uh, that's pretty cool. The more I've been thinking about it, I, I was so happy that I got a couple of comments back from listeners three days after posting my Sleepy Tone song where I couldn't sleep one night. And I put some guitar and drums up there, me playing some blues. And someone wrote me back and put in the comment that they were able to sleep that night. That's a good example of physical, mental, spiritual, emotional all at the same time when I play guitar and put it on the Internet for free like that, especially with my mistakes. Let me explain how. Physical? Well, it takes quite a bit of finger dexterity. Playing guitar is a physical thing to do. There's a certain place I go. Um, it has a bit of a physical component. I didn't play enough that night but uh, to get myself tired, but the music itself was relaxing. So in that sense, music therapy relaxed my physical body. That's what I was trying to do, right? Go to sleep. Mentally, uh, chores are good for you. Things you like, self-care is good for you. That all fits up under mental. So for me, Playing guitar is a good mental health thing for me to do. I look back in my life, and I've known for a long time, that when I'm in a good place, I'm playing guitar and writing songs. And folks, I'm about to write a song again, and I haven't written a song for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, when I set my sights on medicine, you, you guys that followed me over from the medical mastermind community that are pre-meds and medical students know that um, it took me 17 years from the time I was 25 years old in Africa on a medical humanitarian mission with uh, the military that I wanted to become a doctor to the time I finished the commitment, did college, didn't get accepted into med school, did med school, got accepted into emergency medicine residency and was harassed and fired halfway through it and then unemployable as a physician for a couple of years. I have been through a lot of stuff. And when you consider that I got sober when I was 19, and was homeless for a year after high school. I've lived most of the lives that, that people, um, that my patients have, it seems like, many of them. Without the details, at least I know the structure of lonely, isolated duty and the way things impact you. So I'm bringing it here. So that's the answer. Find something that you can do that's like spiritual. So 
for me, how is guitar playing spiritual? Well, it's a sense of purpose. Now, when I'm playing, it's different. My intentionality is different in the middle of the night when I can't sleep when I play the guitar because now I'm bringing you into it. I have a recorder going, and as I play, I'm thoughtful about, gosh, all these strangers are listening to me play raw, live, unedited guitar work with got some imperfections. Some of the stuff doesn't quite come out the way I intended it to, though you may think it's great, and if you're non-musical, you may hear no flaws at all. But I put a video on the music therapy uh, page to demonstrate and highlight, and I really played a flaw on purpose. It's only a seven-minute video if you want to see how the emotional aspect of PTSD recovery can be expressed and therefore addressed with music. So there you go. By my putting on a music therapy page and continuing to do that, I'm doing a, what I call a restorative activity. And that's the shortcut to PTSD recovery because, heck, it's, what, four days now since I did that, and I still feel juice about it, you know. I still feel jazz like I did something good, like I passed on a life lesson that came to me hard from pain to the next generation, folks. That's what I did on that website. Y you can tell me the guitar works terrible. And I would love to interview uh, professional musicians and amateurs. If you have a trauma story to tell and we help you here and you have turned your purpose into some kind of restorative activity and shortcut to uh, PTSD recovery like I'm discussing here, and so that you have an outlet, whether it's a book or a musical band or whatever you do to serve and help people with your story um, in, in a restorative process like that, then I want to interview you on this show. Tell your story. Promote your book. I don't care about that part. We need capitalism. If you don't believe in capitalism, then you want to wear your own clothes you, that you make. You know, capitalism is at every point. So I think that, um, you know, government service, private hospitals and their legal teams, they don't let you say what's on your mind. And you have to be in private practice and you have to be financially independent so that if you lost your board certification or state licensing exam for practicing truly holistic medicine, um, you know, functional medicine practiced by regular doctors uh, raises eyebrows. And so I'm sort of needing to branch into a space like podcasting, website mentorship approach to PTSD. And with this approach, I think we will win together because if you can promote your story and I can demonstrate it, uh, enough out loud, then we can win together and, and you will be on this podcast and you will help change people's lives. And I know I'm doing it already because I podcasted before and got people into medical school that absolutely could not get in any other way. I, I created an online mentorship program for that and just invited them over to this academy last night. Listen, guys, you take care and I'm in this for the, the long haul. God bless.